Hey guys, my name's James. My name is Corwin. And welcome to This, this Movie's Gay. gay. We don't we do that, Corwin. We don't do it. I know, but we did it this time. <sighs> I'm giving him anxiety. No, I'm just, I'm letting the energy jolt from my limbs and now we're here to podcast. <laughs> Uh, motherfucking news, buddy. <laughs> James isn't an extrovert or an introvert. He's I don't know whatever the podcast version of that hey, is. All I know is I'm extra. Am I right? Am I using that term correctly? There was for when someone introduced the term shade, like throwing shade. Uh huh. I did not get it because people kept saying I threw shade all the time, and I'm like, no, I don't. What are you talking about? And then they kept saying, and I was like, so throwing shades, just like roasting your friends. And they're like, no, I mean, yes, but it's also not. You do throw shade at other people. And then I was like, yeah, I do. But <laughs> only yeah, you on, do. on some instances I do. But they were mainly talking when I throw shade at like, I didn't know you could throw shade at people. But when I do it, I do it like I'm roasting them. Yeah. I, I do jesting ribs. It's basically that. Just, I jest and I rib. You jest and rib. That's just the the term for it now. Well, hey, hey Corwin. <laughs> it's windy in here. I don't uh, know why I did that. <laughs> you just you channeled your inner vampire boys one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, Cor okay, who I was thinking for some reason I was on the wrong thing. I need to turn my mic down a little bit. You're yeah, I'm, I'm getting into it. Getting into it. All right, You're Corwin, very loud. Let the people know what movie we watched. Okay, this week we watched Alex Strangelove. It is a movie on Netflix. It's a Netflix original that was apparently produced by Ben Stiller's production company. That Yo. I didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. But hey, uh, I, knew I it learned was a today. Thing. Because of Burning Love and The Birthday Boys. I'm pretty sure The Birthday Boys was Red Hour. It just goes to show how much I don't pay attention to words that come up in movies. Because well, it's not even I have the, watched this like 10 times. But it's not even the words. It's their production I know. I don't, I don't pay any attention. I'm just like, meh. Well, it also it showed up at the end. It was like produced by Ben Stiller. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there he goes. Yeah, I I had not caught that. I knew all this stuff because I used to want to move to Los Angeles and become a TV writer. And now I podcast. <laughs> Before I used to want to be a professional rapper and now I podcast. But for some reason, I have more fans podcasting in this short amount of time than 13 years of rapping. You're just combining all your skills to yeah. uh, yes, put that it, is the what TV I'm doing. writing, the the rapping skills. Well, I mean the production, the production or value, the performing, performing yes, would be at the rapping. Yeah, yeah. You're just you're just taking all your cumulative skills Corwin, and putting come, them together. How come an agent can't be their own agent? Because I can get you all the work in the world, but I can't get myself <laughs> shit. <laughs> Um, I don't, I, I, I feel like there's a conflict of interest there maybe with like, just being like, oh yes, I'm my own agent at my own like casting firm and but could I'm you, casting myself. 
in Los Angeles, you're part of acting and stuff, so you might know this. Can someone be their own agent? Like, can an actor say, hey, I'm not, I'm represented by myself. I'm not part of an agency. I mean, technically, I guess they could. The thing about an agent, though, is they have connections with casting companies and things like that. So that's where they get the audition notices. But you can just straight up use like backstage or something like that. Or in Chicago, there's League of Chicago Theaters. Okay. Um, that you can find all the casting info. How can we just skip all of that for you and get you to be offer only? Because that would make my job a fuck lot easier. I'm offer only. I would get no work. That would that's that's a thing. I'm offer only for collaborations on rap songs and podcast hosting. I'm not auditioning for shit. <laughs> Also, I should have said podcast guesting. Hey, guys, if you're listening and you need a guest on your podcast, let me know. I'm mostly available. Mostly. He's very busy. Well, no, I'm saying at Mondays from like 3 p.m. to like 7 p.m., I'm busy with this <laughs> podcast. Uh, for a second, I thought you were going to say I'm free. And I was like, no, you no. aren't. <laughs> and then Wednesdays. I record that D&D podcast, Hit It and Crit It. Fridays, I record the Rewind. Saturdays, during from like 12 to 4 p.m., I'm recording What the Hell Mouth. And then, mostly speaking, Sentai's whenever. You've got a very busy schedule is what it sounds like. Uh, no, I mean, I still have many hours during the day that I could just guest on someone's podcast. Yeah, so as as long as you're not having to do like the editing and things like that, you're like, I'm fine to yeah. do that. Okay, I mean, if okay, you okay. people, if you want to come over and hop in here, editing other people's podcasts is a lot easier than editing our podcast because I'm trying to take out all the ums. I'm trying to take out any any pause that is more than a second long. I take that out. We have very long, awkward pauses that none of you get to witness unless or experience. Unless it's for comedic purposes, then I leave <laughs> it in. And then we're just sitting there like, um, you should add a cricket chirp noise to that. Ooh, I'm just, <laughs> just <I'll> throw <laughs> it in. Uh, or just take my laugh and just put that on there. For, <laughs> just, Which just put it one on of our fans said they actually a lot of people enjoy your laugh. That's good. It brings me joy. Yeah, our big fan uh, at C-I-I-H-C. I'm not sure. I don't know what their name really is. They're a huge fan of Marshland Media. And then Eric Barry from Ranger Command has said... I remember. Oh. I was very overjoyed. I asked our biggest fans, um, like, hey, what's your favorite episode of Mostly Speaking Sentai? And a couple people are saying the Corwin episode. Yes. Corwin's on it, guys. I just have a very uh, dis distinct... I don't have a distinguished laugh. I have a lot of laughs is what I have going for me. Just a, a multitude of laughs. Okay, let's try and get them all in right now. <laughs> no! There, we got that one. We got that one. Okay. <laughs> Stop! I, I got another one. I, got, I could get another one. 
that shiffer all with the colon <laughs> over there. <laughs> there we go. We got Stop that it. one. Now I got to get like a giggle out of you. Uh, let me co- get no, over. Let me uh, tickle no. you. Let me no, no, tickle no, no, you. No, I'm, gonna, I'm coming happening. over. All I'm right. Gonna... The movie was Alex Strangelove. See how I distracted him there with our content? Or maybe as you're lifting up the paper to read it, I'm over there tickling you. Nope. You stay at your mic. I'm going to get Frank got my eye. to come over. And it's going to seem like Frank's a distraction, so you won't. You'll be like, oh, Frank, I'm going to ignore you. Frank's the one who's going to come tickle you. Frank can tickle me if he wants. With he's, his little paw pads. Frank, Frank. His little whiskers. I got to get that last giggle out of you. He what came up and cuddled giggle? for a bit. It was great. I will not divulge that information. That is. I think I know. I think I know what could get confidential. you to, to giggle. Oh, my God. Hey, Corwin, <laughs> want to play some weed? <laughs> What? That's close. That was kind of a giggle, but no uh, cigar. Jeez. Corwin, let the people know what we watched. What's taking you so long? I already did. We're watching <laughs> we watched Alex Strange Love. We already talked about it. But what year did it come out? It came out in 2018, so it's oh, the most recent movie yeah. we watched. I don't or, have Well, Lilting was pretty close to. I think that was 2017, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. I only know Modern when movie. Gay Bed and Breakfast of Terror came out. Oh my god. I'm kidding. I don't remember what. To... <laughs> I love that movie. I feel like with the amount of times you bring it up, you you need to be getting paid now. It's just once we every single time. If this show were to get like 10,000 viewers each episode, I would present that to them and say, <laughs> "Hey, I would at least like a free DVD of the movie. I would like a free DVD. Thank you. I will pay I shipping." I want to see do you have a blooper reel? I want the blooper reel. Oh. They have to have a blooper reel. I, I don't know if that's on DVD. Corwin, <laughs> like, explain make... some stuff about this movie while I see if Gay Bed and Breakfast of Terror, released in probably 2005, has a DVD. Okay. So Alex Strangelove is just a, it's basically a high school coming of age uh, sort of story. It centers on Alex True Love and his girlfriend claire i'm also bad with names so anyway they are dating they haven't had sex before and apparently it's a big deal they've been dating for like eight months claire says that she's been trying to get alex in bed but he won't let her and then it becomes a big thing so they set up a date to go to a hotel and have sex And in the meantime, they go to a party and Alex meets Elliot, who is a gay guy, and he starts getting some feelings for Elliot. And then stuff happens. He goes to a concert with Elliot. He uh, has a fight with Claire. They go to, you know, they fight, make up all that before they go and have sex in the hotel. Alex kisses Elliot and then... Alex freaks out and then goes and tries to have sex with Claire, but can't. And then they go to a frat party. They get, they break up again, whatever. Everyone gets mad. Alex finally says that he's gay. And yeah, that's the end of the movie. And then they go to prom and Claire brings Elliot so that they can be together. Alex and Elliot. That's the movie. It sure is. Gay Bed and Breakfast of Terror was released (laughs) on DVD. It's expensive to get through resale but i mean for a dvd it is it's like 23 dollars for that old of a dvd and it did come out in 2006 which means it probably actually was 
being released initially in 2005. That area is a golden year for this queer cinema that we've been watching. We've just been focusing on those years. It's it's we've we've gotten a lot of them. Don't it's, you wish you could go back in time and just move out to Hollywood and join all these film productions that none of them took place in Hollywood? I mean, at that point in 2000 2005 I would have been in like middle school, so no, that wouldn't have been a good time to go you to You could have Hollywood been playing and, someone someone's little brother, <laughs> like the little sarcastic sister yeah. and okay. What's that? So, oh yeah, that was an eating that out. That was eating you out. You could have been that person. I like what I've done so far with life, probably. Yeah, but yeah. do you have any IMDb credits? I don't. Yeah, exactly. That's, hey guys, remember. That makes sense. If you have an IMDb Pro account. <laughs> Ryan! Ryan Tang, find him. Add pictures of him. If you yes. need pictures, just let us know. And find, I don't know his Instagram off the top of my head. I don't either. We'll put it in the description. Uh, hopefully I'll remember. <laughs> I'll remind you, maybe. We'll tweet about it. We'll tweet at him. Yeah. It'll be fine. Or just tweet us at this movie's gay. Be like, give us pictures now of Ryan. Yes. So that you can find him in the, the episode. You can find him in the movie that he was guesting for. Yes, it was Scrooge, Scrooge and Marley. Marley. You remember it's S and M. Yes. Oh, actually, go to episode five. I think it was, and all his information is there to be able to give him one of those pictures on IMDb. Yes. Give I him probably credit. should have a pro account, seeing as I'm your agent. However, yeah. what's up? What's up with that? I'm. You're in <laughs> theater. You don't need an IMDb. Is there a theater equivalent of IMDb? Probably. I can't I think of TDB? it. TDB? No, I think Broadway.com has a lot of acting information, but that's specifically for Broadway shows. Playbill has a lot. Okay. That's a lot of things. We I'm should do, real bad about knowing people. We should create a website called Quadruple Off-Broadway. So it's like off, 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 off-Broadway. And it's just We're for, so off-Broadway that we're in Second City yeah. territory. Ha-ha. <laughs> Uh, you just no that's great no <laughs> one steal this idea no we'll make it a forum too so people can just chat about i don't know i guess like i what, do not like, want to moderate that forum uh just like what restaurants are good around what theaters to go to after a show after performing at a show i should say yeah yeah i mean most of the time we just like if i'm performing with my theater company we just like go to a bar, like hello. Yeah, but what if we're you're getting a nice diner? A diner would be cool, like a diner drive-in and dives, kind of like a dive bar kind of diner. I don't know. I'm thinking of, I think of like a burger bar, like like one of those like old timey milkshake places. Okay, so some like a fifties. Yeah. Okay, a fifties diner. Yeah, let's... I'm talking like a mom and pop version of Denny's. <laughs> okay like clark's was on clark and belmont did you ever go there yes that place shut down and nicole that was our number one spot to eat the i like pancakes it. It were so good yeah it was good i one of my first meals in chicago when i was looking for apartments <gasps> was at clark's yeah clark's was an institution <laughs> Anyway, this movie, did you have any notes? I have notes, but I don't have a bad thing to say about it. This movie was flawless and perfect. <laughs> I loved it. I'm glad we're replacing something that was flawless and perfect. Yes. But because of that, I just need to, my, what's the word I'm looking for? 
<laughs> the angle that I need to go at with uh-huh. these, the good ones, are yeah. trying to find things from the movie, questions to ask you to make a bonkers podcast. Because if Why the does, movie's it doesn't not, have to be bonkers. We can just talk about the movie, how it was, what'd you like? Yeah, but I also like having... I mean, we did just talk for quite a few minutes about my laughter. Yeah. So we we don't need the extra content for the, just <laughs> for making the movies crazy? bonkers. Seven days ago at this time in the podcast, I was still talking like a shiver Colin. We are still working on James's accent. It's still happening. Still working. I can do like... Workshopped. Uh, hold on. I, I, why can't I ever think of my never? I got this <laughs> chiffer over here, Cohen. Why is I this? don't know what that said. You don't? Oh, no. Are your headphones turned up enough? They're turned up enough. I just <laughs> could not understand you. I said, My never, this chiffero, Corwin. Okay. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. So this movie, I I do I also liked it. It's it's definitely one of those that I recommend. I mentioned it earlier before we were recording that I've seen it probably about ten times, mostly just playing it on Netflix over and over right when it came out, so that Netflix knows, hello, I like this content. Yeah. Please make more. Right off the bat, I was thinking, how is this an LGBTQ movie? Yeah, it did start off with like, oh, I'm a romantic and like looking for a girl, all of that. And then you're like, oh, okay. It was just so, it seemed like that is what he wanted. But then we learned that, hey, he was just trying to create this game plan for him, which we talked about on last episode of for if you are a part of this community, the normal life plan that everyone has been fed to in America, which is you graduate high school, go to college, get married, have kids, work until you're buy retired. House, go to a nine to five. Uh, yes. Yeah. I All forgot that, to buy the that. house. I'm it's <laughs> so out of my the mind. Buy the house is so important. You have to own a house. Uh I no. That those are the life goals you have to hit according to that. But yeah, he was playing into that and he we we sort of see later in the movie um, when he's drunk and leaving the frat party and he falls into the pool, which, by the way, I was every single time I see this, I know that he's fine. But every single time I'm like, oh, no, he's drunk. He fell in the pool. He's going to drown every time. I was I expecting like, terrified Claire to jump in after him or I thought Elliot for some. But then I was like, no, how would he know he's there? Yeah, Elliot has no idea he's there. He's chasing a frog that they lick to get high. Oh, that that was such a hilarious thing because you expect you expected them to have like weed or something, but <laughs> they go so far out there to get high. And then the kid who I don't think we ever get his name. I just called him backwards hat, I think. Oh no, his name was Josh. Josh. Yes. Josh's Josh. frog. Yeah, I yeah. put Josh in headphones are douchebags. Because I don't, (laughs) they didn't give headphones names right away. But yeah, the frog thing was hilarious. Who was headphones? Dell? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because in the, yeah, yeah, they, 
They dress they're, like D-bags. They are, yeah, they are pieces of work. Glasses is f- hilarious, though. Glasses was so funny. Yeah. I don't even know his name. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think I don't they, think they said it at all. Name. We'd have to check the IMDb. <laughs> What's his character's name? I did like Dell's sister, though. She was hilarious. I do like that Dell and his sister, like, fight and how they talk, because it's more along the lines of what a sibling relationship is yeah. like than most mainstream movies. Yep. Uh, I don't even remember what I laughed really hard at. Something about oh, the, a crusty dick. A uh, crusty cum sock or something. <laughs> crusty dick sock, something like that. Crusty uh, cock sock would be... She just, she came right out swinging and it was great. But what I was saying about him falling in the pool, we kind of see that he was sort of doing that life plan because he was bullied as a kid and sort of just completely repressed it, apparently. Yeah. Because uh, he was in the showers with the other kids and experienced a boner and was made fun of immediately and pushed down. So he just repressed that and then was like, I'm straight, completely straight, gonna get a wife and a house and married and do all these things. That's what he was thinking when he was in that bunk and we saw him. You don't hear the monologue, like the inner dialogue, but he was saying, I'm straight, guys. I'm going to get that wife, going to get that car. Yeah, I'm only 11 <laughs> years old right now, but this is what I'm doing. And I feel like that's, I don't know, that's that's a, that's an experience that a lot of people can relate to, um, being bullied for being queer and then repressing that queerness. Um, and I'm glad they touched on it because it is a very, you know, big part of, it's a big part of these coming of age movies, honestly, um, but a big part of life too for um, LGBT people. When are we going to get another coming-of-age movie that ends with a suicide? I I don't... Uh, I don't want to cry. Um, I almost cried in this one. You did? Yeah, when in the car scene where he was like, hey, I didn't want to be honest with myself. And she said, well, what are you afraid of? And he said, I'm afraid of losing you. Uh-huh. That I almost cried Aww. at. And then in the end, as... All of the coming out videos started coming up. I almost oh yeah, that's that. a that's a good moment. At the very end of the movie, they just show a bunch of like YouTube. Um, I hope out those videos. are real. Like, I'm fairly sure they are. I don't know. There's there's thousands yeah. on on YouTube. Hey, but Netflix got that cash because you know they didn't have to pay any income tax last year. Was that Netflix? Yeah, oh, I geez. think Netflix and Amazon. Oh jeez, please help our infrastructure. Yeah, there's lots of potholes. We need better schools. Thanks. <sighs> Public service announcement. From This Movie's Gay. From This Movie's Gay. A podcast that last week, some weirdo tried doing a Southern accent for a real <laughs> long time. <laughs> Way too long. And then made a phone call. Yep. That happened. That I happened, should have y'all. called someone. Up. I should have called my mom and said, "Like, hey, you spent a lot of time in the South as a kid. Are any of these good? <laughs> <laughs> uh, why would you need to call her? You had me here. Oh yeah, you're also from the South. <laughs> I am. How close is you're from Tennessee, right? Correct. Is Kentucky or Tennessee closer to us? Kentucky. Okay, then never mind. I was going <laughs> to ask how. I was going to ask, is Tennessee or Ohio closer to us? Ohio. Okay. But is Kentucky or Ohio closer to us? I have no idea. 
I would think Kentucky. No idea. Is Iowa or Florida closer to us? Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's been your geography lesson. Hey, this who, movie's gay. If you're from Iowa, let us know. <laughs> There's just going to be Tennessee people being like, I'm from Tennessee. Uh, do you have Tennessee people listening to us? Yes. My yes. friend Matt, who messaged us and was like, you didn't talk about the movie at all. Yeah. <laughs> I think last... Last episode, I thought we talked about it uh, quite a bit. It was like 18 minutes before we even got into it yeah, at all. If he was commenting at that point, Maybe. absolutely I'm not. Just getting live live comments. I love those. Tell me what's happening. So, yes, we had the bully scene, the car scene. Uh, you talked about that. That is also another thing that that is a very it is. A, it's a very LGBT thing. Like there's a lot of people that come out in like a car ride with their friends. Like I've done that. And uh, the movie Love, Simon, they do that in there. Um, it's Spoilers, it's, quit telling me about this movie. That is a thing, the coming out in a car, um, which he didn't technically come out in the car, but he did have the emotional conversation with his yeah. best friend I think in the car. Because we do think of cars as a safe place because even though... It's out in the open. No one can really hear what you're saying. Yeah. You know, like, that's why people, you can cry in a car, but everyone knows you're crying in a car, <laughs> but you still go to your car to cry after you had a terrible day at work. Oh, oh, geez. <laughs> even if you cover, like, even if you have the sound blaring, people are still going to know you're crying in your car. Have you cried in your car? I don't think, or uh, maybe I have. I cried in the drive through window at, at Burger <laughs> King once. <laughs> no, no, I was working. <laughs> that's close enough, I feel. Yeah, a friend just... of mine had just passed away. Oh, that's sad. That makes my jokes suck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine with it. Uh, okay. Well, no, then so I would have cried in a car. If I was in the drive-thru. Yeah. Did you ever try taking like a bike through the drive-thru? They no. tell you, no, 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 you can't do that. I have not done that. Though I'm always like kind of mad when the inside is closed and the drive-thru is open. I'm just like, how the fuck am I going to order an Uber and just have them like roll through? Like what's going to happen here? I need That'd be pretty that cool. food. It's but how would you set that up? I mean, you could have the Uber take you home. Uh, yeah, I just guess. like show up and be like, "Hey, before we go, I'm gonna need you to go through this drive-through." But I will what if you give you food? It's a place right next to your house. Well, then they'll take you home. It will be very close. But who is going to accept that ride? I mean, I feel like someone would be like, "All right, well, it's money." Yeah, and you'd probably tip them well. I would hope of just yeah. saying like, "Hey, sorry for wasting five minutes of your time." I mean, they're they're also getting paid, but yeah, yeah oh, also they like get paid, but also like yes, I would like to go through this drive-through. I will buy you one single meal of your choice, Corwin. Thank you. I thought we were supposed to have a guest today. I thought we were too. Well, I'll message him and and be like, hey, what's up? You want a guest? What's up? Okay, Monse told me to call this person specific things from inside jokes, and I can't today. <laughs> We'll just have to wait. We'll have to put it on hold. Yeah, I mean, between I had dental uh, work done today. So between that and like, I also saw Shit's Creek cast last night. Oh, yeah, so I saw that. Both we of started those watching things. that. 
that show is incredible. We should watch it for this. We've done Steven Universe. We should watch that. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. There there are some some great themes in it. Okay. So yes, we should definitely watch Shit's Creek. That was amazing. The cast was amazing. I loved every second of it. And then yeah, this this morning I got dental work done and then i was watching this movie with a completely numb mouth and it sucked and corwin started eating a quiche and i didn't i took one bite i haven't eaten anything all day i still haven't eaten anything so i'm channeling a little bit of uh nicole's hangry from whenever she guested or whenever i was on mostly speaking sentai um so i was like i was like i need a bite i just need i need to take a bite of this i need to start keeping snacks like just at the computer because whenever we do a record after she gets out of work no matter what she's always hangry <laughs> so i need to have like a snickers yeah, and a bag a of snickers chips that's their big and thing say like hey here you go i mean i'm fine now i just couldn't really eat because my mouth was numb and i didn't want to yeah. chew up my uh, so cheeks on that you took a bite of this quiche and I told Corwin, hey, can you make sure you eat over the box because I'm afraid your mouth is just like going to stay open (laughs) and the food just rolls off onto my couch? Oh my, that didn't happen. It would have been great if it did. I would have just left immediately. I would just stood up and walked out. Just like, all right, I'm done. Frank does Today has been a thing. Frank does this thing whenever Nicole is eating, he'll go on her lap because she'll always have crumbs <laughs> fall down and then he's just covered in crumbs and he can lick them off later. Oh my god. Yeah, he's a weird cat. He's I think I cat. have a note about Frank in here. <laughs> Why? Oh, okay, so we have that puke scene <laughs> after <laughs> Dell licks the the toad. So, which also I want to point out that toad was $1100. Yes. How does Josh Ooh. How did he get $1100 to buy a toad? Maybe bar mitzvah money? Oh my god. That was a lot. That was expensive. As soon as I heard that I was like, "What?" Uh, Maybe god damn it, Dell losing rich that toad. parents. Maybe. They all looked like they were in nice houses, yeah. so. And this is the wealthy people. I mean, we don't know about Oh, he had nice clothes and headphones, Dell. And his sister had nice stuff too. Oh I yeah, guess. in that but car. The, but her his sister's car was not nice. It didn't look. Oh, I like, thought it looked nice. I I've always had trash cars though, so that might be why. <laughs> uh, anyway, the puke, the rainbow puke. Yes. Yeah, so Dell licks the frog and gets super high. Yes, and he starts saw, seeing things. And he then saw a talking a singing uh, garden hose. Yes. which James laughed the entire time. It yeah, was, on it the was a very good joke. Then they start playing, which, uh, where was this? Soundball? Yes, Soundball. <laughs> uh, they're at a drama party, yes. which, by the way, drama parties aren't, from my experience, they're not like that. Uh, they're the, just very wild. Th- from my experience, they're, this is just the movie version of what I've experienced. D- are people in cabaret costumes? Like, the only time I've ever seen people in costume for a theater party was for halloween i mean maybe if it were after a production they might no you got to take your costume off yeah but someone might want to still keep the show going maybe you just you you didn't have attention seeking people you gotta take the you gotta take the the costume off because you've got to wear it the next day for the next show i think or if you're like closing and striking and everything then you've you're, you're taking it off because it's I am also just going off from, like, Facebook pictures. 
I've been to theater people's parties, but not like a theater party. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to a lot of parties. I didn't drink or anything. So parties were kind of out, baby. My parties were, hey, play Super Smash Brothers while the people get super smashed. So Elliot would have called you a nerd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, nerd. But then I would have said, bro, when you guys were uh, playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards in the sixth grade, I was huffing for Eon. <laughs> you were like, I got the hard stuff down already. Yeah, I got that out of my system. Also, <laughs> out of your AC system. <laughs> okay, but that puke scene. Yes. So they're playing sound ball and then he sees a, uh, which is that a thing? Do theater kids do that? That is a, uh, that's usually like a warm up exercise for like random theater classes. Like it is a, it is an exercise you can do. Um, it usually helps you become present and helps you to start to get loose a little bit, but How, playing what's the, what's the at rules a of party? This? No. So it's just literally like they're, they, they're pretending like you've got an imaginary ball and you throw it to someone, you make a sound, and for them to catch it, they have to make that sound too, and then they make a new sound, throw it to somebody else. That's what it is. Okay. I'm not, I'm not gonna play it. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I'll just roll the ball back to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nope, Corwin's not catching any of these. I'm, okay, let's I'm try not, one more. Just... Let's try one more. Chiffero. <laughs> Bam. Get that out of here. I thought the Chiffero thing was going to make you laugh. <laughs> uh, that's a, it's, it's a, you'll see, like, if you are at a theater conference or convention or anything like that, when I was in high school, we had thespian conference. You'll see people playing things like that in the hallways and stuff, which it is fun seeing a bunch of like random strangers do stuff like that. But mostly they did um zip zap za no they mostly did gigolo which is a, a thing where a you canon song well it's it's like a you just you say like gigolo and then or you sing it and i'm not gonna do it right because you're basically like singing the word gigolo and you're having people dance so they do moves in like the middle it's a circle theater kids are weird theater kids are weird it's great all right but this puke scene Yes. So let's. I'm just going scene. to flash forward. He eats a bunch of gummy worms that were asking to be eaten. <laughs> he licked a frog, and then he was like, "Worms." Yes. Ooh. And then what was? What are the two main characters' names? Claire, Claire and, and Alex. Alex. They are in a bathtub, and Claire's just trying to get boned up because she's tipsy. And they're in the bathtub, and then Dell walks in, and then he comes up to them looking like sad-eyed frank did this to us once before (laughs) frank and i were best friends back in muskegon nicole and i were on her couch and frank didn't like to like be close to people that much i mean Mm -hmm. he wanted people to be close to him but he was too gross that no one wanted to be close to him he had very greasy fur Mm -hmm. one time we were it was at night we're on the couch and then all of a sudden frank jumps up at us and i go hey dude what's up and he's just like all sad and teary eyed and we're like what like or wide eyed and then he goes and we're like no 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 we like lift him off and like set him on the floor and he throws up luckily he did not throw up on us though yeah but del straight up threw up on it reminded me so much of that moment (laughs) uh you were laughing hard i it's kind of gross because like you're just seeing like a rainbow of gummy 
parts it looked flying fake. at them. It, it definitely is fake. Well, yes, I know, um, but yeah. Yeah, so it's just like a rainbow of gummy mess flying at them, and it's all like wet and gross looking, um, but Alex goes, it's strangely beautiful. Yeah. I'm like, yes, yes it is. You got rainbows thrown up on you. Great. That was right after the moment where he was like sitting with Elliot and, and feeling feeling some things when he first met him i didn't like it when he first yeah because he did have a little bit of like a and you could tell that he felt bad about liking elliot because he was with claire and had that's a girlfriend the, and everything yeah like I that just was felt his bad main for claire this whole time i felt bad for claire but then i also didn't feel bad for claire and then i felt bad for him and then i didn't feel bad for him well i mean Mostly. in the end i didn't feel bad for her i i mean besides I mean, I feel bad for both of them, for the situation that they were put in. Yeah. Well, Alex, a lot of times when he's talking to Elliot, it's funny because he's he knows that he's that he likes him and he knows that he's doing something wrong because and it, not wrong for him to like him, but wrong for him to like cheat. Yeah. Because that's sort of what he was doing emotionally when he was, you know, talking to Elliot the first time and then Claire came in and he like freaked out and jumped up and was like, whoa, what, what? And then immediately after the next day when they were sleeping together in the the bed, they didn't sleep, sleep together, but they just, you know, fell asleep in the same bed with Dell on the floor. And he literally got out of the bed and went to the window so that he could text Elliot. He wouldn't do it while he was sitting there with Claire. Yeah. Uh, so it was just him like putting distance there because he knew he was doing something wrong. And then that's also why he freaked out after they went to the Muna concert, uh, which I, I like that artist that they went and saw. Oh, also during this part, we see, you know, scenes from oh New York. God. And Corwin says, oh, I know that place. You went to New York for like two days and now you're an I expert was like, I of the scenery. There. I'm not an expert. I don't know where they were. I was talking about the bus that... <laughs> Corwin, next time you're making love, can you tell them that you're going to sex them so hard they won't oh remember what time it is? God, no. And it's going to be like a tornado's on fire. That's, didn't he say, it's like a tornado's on fire. Yeah. I he forgot. Like, did he a weird said one other one it. too, but I forgot it. And then, uh, he said something about balls when they were like, actually like, oh, yeah. <laughs> touch my, I think he just said touch my balls. Yeah, and she just started laughing. I would I would laugh at that yeah. too. But can can I get your promise for you to say that? I'm not going to promise oh, that. Corwin. I will give you no promises. The monkey boobies part. When oh he was my god. Stripping. Have you have you ever done have you ever like just like talked to a pillow or a stuffed no. animal? Like I haven't either. And it's in like so many movies. And I'm like, is this a thing? You just practice what you're going to say, like either just when you're neurotically pondering about life or when if it's sexual while you're masturbating. I just practice all the things I need to practice in my head. Yeah. While I you're don't. neurotically pondering life. <laughs> well, I'm, that's usually before bed. Like, neurotically pondering what life is what happens when you try to go to sleep. That's also what I call masturbating, <laughs> which I do before to bed, go. too. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I have insomnia, so my neurotic pondering is just very unending. Wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about masturbating no, right now? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no! I'm talking about literally, like, just thinking about life neurotically. Okay. Uh, it's just, I said that that's what I call, and then you were like, well, my, my, <laughs> I can't sleep, uh, so that's 
never ending. Oh my God. No, no. I was talking about actually thinking about life. The real deal. But yeah, I I see so many things like that in movies that I'm like, is that? I wanted to ask you if you had ever done that. So No. No. I never no. practiced kissing on my hand or anything. Or on a pillow or nope. on a stuffed monkey. I think, like, I know I've heard people talk about it, but also, like, I mean, not practice kissing, uh, like, humping pillows. It's it's never... Interesting. I, I mean, it's it's never, like, the kissing thing. It's just... I'm like, that's not... That is in no way what it's like, so yeah. there's, like... That wouldn't even be a simulation of what it's like. I had Why a mannequin would... leg that I would kiss, but like in a <laughs> in a funny way. Uh huh. How how funny? How I I named her Peggy, and oh my God. Uh, we used this leg in films we would make with Taylor Mason, who was our next door neighbor. God, wonder if he has any of those. <laughs> I don't know any information. Uh, all I know is he's a dentist now, which, hey, uh, hook not you my up. dentist. No, I was going to say, get you a discount. Oh, but no. I also don't know where he lives now. <laughs> hey, guys, if you know a Taylor Mason that used to live in Muskegon, Michigan, I that was going to. a dentist. I was going to start saying the address, but then people would know where my parents live. Ask him if he has those movies still. With me in this, le- we made this leg make us evil, I think. And then one day I said, I can't keep this leg around. I'm going to be in middle school soon. <laughs> like, this is a weird thing that I'm doing. So then I just like said it, I wrapped it in toilet paper. And then, like, put lighter fluid on it and set it ablaze. And I said, Godspeed, Peggy. And the leg melted, but the foot didn't. So I kept the, <laughs> like, burnt, charred foot. Oh. We also did that to a beast from X-Men from, like, probably Burger King toy. Mm-hmm. And he got charred up real good. Oh, my gosh. I studied some puppetry with a, a puppet guy from Israel, Adam Yakin, and one of our things that we did, it was like this workshop, and one of the things we did was uh, Last Night in the Castle, and we basically took a bunch of like cardstock and built a castle with it and different stuff, and we like made people and we like made this story, and then it was Last Night in the Castle because the castle would catch on fire somehow. That's so cool. So we literally, <laughs> we were in our like little black box theater indoors just like with a pile of sand and these like paper castles that we made and we'd set them on fire and like you'd tell the story and like the fire would like you know burn the stuff up and that's the story and mine I did like you know a sort of a fantasy thing I was like oh this is you know there's a a prince and then his parents are the the night king and then the sorcerer's queen or whatever, and I was going to say his parents both died, and I had him, like, sitting outside the castle, and a dragon came and attacked or whatever. So I set on set the castle on fire, and they were like, oh, the queen, you know, uses her sorcery to keep the dragon in and catches that on fire. So everyone burned, and I was going to have the kid be an orphan, and the the, the mom lived! Like, she... She didn't catch on fire, like in this, in the middle of this castle with everything burning. She just, she lived. And, and the puppetry guy, he was like, he was like, a witch, it's a witch. <laughs> like, yes, yes, she is. She said, no uh, sorceress. There's a difference, I think. 
Uh, in your mind, is there a difference between a sorceress and a witch? Yeah, probably. Okay. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. witches are like cauldron magic and sorceresses are like spell magic from books and memory. Can you be a witch in D&D? Is that a class? I I don't know. I know there are some fantasy games and things that do have a witch class. I know Baldur's Gate doesn't. Baldur's Gate doesn't, but Divinity Original Sin has a witch class. Though they don't really have classes. You just kind of, they like give you a witch like starting build and they have, yeah, they have a witchcraft uh, like skill tree. Is so. Skyrim worth playing? Yes. Okay. Because Nicole has it and you haven't played it yet. I've started it many times. And then just a year goes by and I'm like, well, I can't restart this save. I have no idea what's going on. You don't need to know what's going on. Just go and kill some giants and okay. bandits. And I play for like an hour and then stop playing. And then jump off a cliff or something. I don't know. Whoa. Just do a lot of things. No, I, what, if anything, I need to play Baldur's Gate. I mean, I need to replay Baldur's Gate. Replay Baldur's Gate. Except reading about it on how to like grind for levels and what happens, it seems really tedious. <laughs> it is. Okay. It is very tedious. Oh, my yeah. We, we only have note, 10 more yeah, minutes. My first note was the practicing talking and groping the stuffed animals. I was like, that's weird. Shut the door. Shut it. Whenever Alex walked into the party and was meeting Elliot, he like walked into a random room and just like opened the door. And then there's two people sitting on a bed and they have weed and they're just like, shut the door, shut it, shut it. And he just goes, okay. And then like shuts the door with him inside. And then they were fine with it. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) If I ever walk into something and someone's like, shut the door. Yeah, I thought they were going to be mad at him. Yeah, like leave. Yeah. Leave and shut the door. So that was, I thought that was a little odd, but whatever. My first note was, oi, mate. Because at him as Sid Vicious, he says some... Like my British version or my British accent. When he's doing his like nature documentary in a high school. Well, no, when they were going to all those dances together and they were dressed up. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I I got it now. I got it. I I have a note that I didn't finish, but it just was getting down. But then I had to start writing something else and I just completely forgot what getting down. And then (laughs) you could have an ellipses there because it needed more to it. I, I don't know. I have this dirt tastes like dirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when Dell was high and like coming off his high. He was they, in a flower they, bed. They were like, how's Dell? And Alex is like, he's sleeping it off in the flower bed. I think that's where I think that's the best place for him right now. And then you just hear in the background, this dirt tastes like dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that. Great. Because he's a frog. Sophie's hair was too good for a high schooler. Even for a movie star, Sophie's hair in that first scene that we see her is it is unrealistically good. It was very Sophie just she was very put together. Yeah. So she would have won best dressed. And I have Alex can't handle intimacy. Uh anytime he like sort of had an intimate moment with with both Claire and with Elliot, he just kind of like got real awkward and like shut down in a way. Like when Elliot in the car was dropping him off and he like was like, no, shh, listen to the song. That was sort of an intimate moment. And Alex is like, okay, well, uh, just live in it. But it's also, you know, he had a lot of repressed stuff and was handling things. Um, That was also a weird moment where I didn't, I, I didn't know how to feel about Claire at that moment because so he did feel like he was getting caught, you know, 
cheating in a way. Um, when Elliot was like, there's a girl on your porch and it was Claire and she's like there at his house. But he did have a good point. Like, why are you acting? You're here at midnight. So like, why was she on his porch at midnight? I know she's talking about being at the hospital with her mom, but like, can you not send a text? Like my just showing up is a little weird. Knowing that her mom is having issues. I would have been terrified if she were at my doorstep. I would have said, I would have thought, is your mom okay? That would have been the first words out of my mouth. He said, Hey, or whatever. And she was like, chill yeah she, wasn't, yeah she came up she and, like, wasn't yeah, yeah she wasn't like freaking out or crying or anything like if someone had issues with their mom and they showed up at your door and they were just there before you got home and you like showed up you would you'd probably walk up and they'd be crying yeah or whatever which that's i um, said out loud i was like oh her mom's dead yeah and she she wasn't she was fine she was just and then she when he was like why the fuck are you at my house at midnight which is like Come on, you're like teenagers. You should be sleeping. No, teenagers like to do that. You should be sleeping. No. But also, it's just, I, I thought it was very weird for her not to send a text and be like, hey, I'm a, I'm, I hate being at the hospital. I'm going to come by your house. Yeah, he, what should have happened is show up without a text. That's fine. However, if you're waiting there, then you yeah. text and say, hey, I'm here I was just at the hospital. I want someone to be around. Yeah, so I'm just chilling with your parents, you know, eating dinner with them. It's fine. Like, whatever. That's cool. But, like, she she just, like, waited for him at his house after midnight. It was weird. Yeah. It was a weird moment of her. And then she, like, turned around and was like, everything's not about you, Alex. And I was like, you're at his house. You're at his house. I think both of them, I mean, they're both teenagers. Both of them had shitty yeah. attitudes toward it, but... Her saying, it's not always about you, Alex. I was like, you're literally at his house. I like that cool middle finger from behind, though. (laughs) She just held it up in the air. I think this is our second movie. I don't remember the other one, but I wrote down, weed turns you gay? (laughs) Hold on, let me... I... No, that would have been in a different notebook. I... I swear there was another movie where I wrote down, does we turn you gay, Corwin? <laughs> but I wouldn't, I don't know which one it would have been. I, Maybe yeah, I'm trying to think of all our movies that we've watched. Heist, and which one had... All Cheerleaders Must Die, or All Cheerleaders Die, maybe? It wouldn't have been All Cheerleaders Die because the stoners weren't queer at all. Yeah. Could it have been Gay Bed and Breakfast? Did they smoke weed in Gay Bed and Breakfast? No. Maybe Hellbent? I don't know. I feel like I've written this down before, though. <laughs> Hellbent, they, one of the gay guys did do drugs, but he was clearly gay before. Actually, yeah, was that the bi know. guy? Might have been the bike. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't either. It's been, if you know, let us know. If you're a super fan of this, let us know. Um, so yeah, I, I do have the, <laughs> my biggest note is that Alex got very defensive. He can't handle in- intimacy, but also why did she show up at his house so late and get so mad at him when he was like, why the fuck are you here? Um, I do like the note from the mom. She said, being angry is an exhausting way to spend your day. I kind of, I sort of follow that, um, a lot just in my personal life. I don't know if you've ever seen me angry about things. I try not to hold on to that very long because I'm like, that's mm, not worth my effort. Oh, same. So that was it. It was a good little tidbit, little, uh, nice, uh, piece of candy from the mom. Yeah. It was dying. This is my the last thing I want to bring up. 
Corwin and I debated. We want to know your opinion on this, listeners. Please tweet oh at God. us. It's at this movie's gay. Just say honor, hashtag honor off. That's all we're going to need on this debate. <laughs> In the sex scene with him and Claire, she says, hey, get off me. You're making this weird. And then she says, hey, get out after they have this debate. He still technically, I think, he still has the condom on. During this entire conversation that they've had, he, the condom is still on him. He's probably went soft, but it's still on. I feel like if he went soft, there's a chance that it it came off, which it would also naturally be come off. I mean, he's also like being pushed out of a bed, so there's like some friction with the sheets that are pulling at it. But so. it's still like it still has a nice grip around it. I think it depends on how. I think that would depend on if he's a a grower or a shower, or and like how just his general girth, his general yeah. That's that's Say what it, it would be. That's what it would be. I wish you would have said no. Nope. <laughs> nope. It would have been my text ringtone. <laughs> Whenever I get a text, it's just Corwin saying general girth. Uh, it's a technical term. I have a couple more notes. I have Sophie saying I'm evil because I helped my best friend find her bastard boyfriend. It's like they kind of broke up at that point yeah so they were broken up they're not so yeah you're just kind of stalking and you literally mentioned it as stalking that's not good don't do that hey guys don't stalk i was about to say but then i was like no no no. i don't even want to joke don't even want to joke and lisa no no do not stalk don't stalk your ex it's a bean stalk climb up there kill a giant get its gold (laughs) get the golden goose yeah can lay some golden eggs for you so Sophie does that because she uses Dell because she is like, oh, he's attracted to her. So she just uses that to be like, where are you? And oh, then now they're in I'm a relationship. It yeah. seemed. Dell also like Dell was real rough. Yeah. It's real rough. Just uh, there's there could be a lot said about him. And at the end in the car scene, she says, don't people know who they're attracted to? It's like. Yeah, but like if you're repressing those feelings and you also deal with a society that says that it's wrong, like it's kind of hard to actually understand your feelings and attractions towards people. So that was that was a point. Yeah. And she said, oh, my 12 year old cousin came out. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but everyone's journey is different. Yeah. So don't judge people like that. And also, sexuality can be sort of fluid in a sense. So there's that. Yeah, guys. And that is the PSA from this movie. I was gay. trying to think of like, uh, isn't his name Jake in Sixteen Candles? I think she says Jake in Sixteen. Yeah. Candles. So like, some people are Jakes and some people are duckies. You know, you got you got <laughs> different people going on. I was also gonna say like, I'm a little jazz and Corwin's a little rock and roll. People are different. <laughs> I'm rock and roll. Uh, I do love that they showed up. For the to take him to the frat party in monkey mass and oh, Alex yeah. immediately throws the remote and yep. hits Dell in the face. Uh, like, I would have yeah, that would have been me. I would have done so much more than that. I would have hit someone in the face. I would have been up off the couch at that point too, um, ready to start swinging. But yeah, he would have gotten hit in the face. Yeah, good throw, Alex. Good throw. Yeah. So guys, 
Follow us at This Movie's Gay on Twitter. You can donate to help us get a domain name. We need $132 to link a domain name and also get the premium service with Wix in order to do that. You can go to marshlandmedia.wixsite.com forward slash MLMpod. And there's a donate section on there. It's through PayPal. Any bit counts and you'll get a shout out like Steve F. Yeah, we're going to shout him out again at Hit People Guy. Yeah. Thank you so much thanks, for donating. Steve F. And also Power Playthrough at P Playthrough. They're a great Power Ranger Super Sentai podcast. They donated as well. Aw, thanks, guys. And. If you donate the full $132, I will write a song for you. Anything you want it to be about, unless it's problematic, I'm going to say no. Then he'd be like, pick another topic, because that's problematic. And if you say, I really want this, I'll figure out how to refund your money. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, my theater company is doing stuff. Uh, We're not doing stuff right now, but we will be soon. Please... Check us out, Saltbox Theater Collective. All the information, as always, is in the description and stuff. And you can follow me on Twitter as well. It's at Core Winning. Just my name with ING at the end. Core Winning. Duh. And then check out my other podcasts. Oh, I was going to say this movie's gay. Yeah, but check that out too. Check You're it already out. checking You're it. You're checking it. I'll get there. What the Hell Mouth, which is a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast that we don't talk about Buffy that much. And then Mostly Speak in Sentai. Check out the episode Corwin was on if you haven't. Yes. It came out a few weeks ago. It's called Demon with the Corwin Kick. With the Corwin Kick. You can find links to all of that on our website, marshlandmedia.wixsite.com forward slash MLMpod. Or just search that name in whatever app you're listening to this right now. We're, we're wherever you're listening. And then check out my rap music. I'm working on... Finally recording a CD that's been written and fully produced with the beats and instrumentals for, let's say, six months. None of the recordings were coming out how I wanted to, so I thought I was just going to initially scrap it. But I finally got one to come out good. It's called King Kaiser X. I'm sampling Godzilla soundtracks, and it's great. Uh, you can listen to that. I'm Marsh Land Monster on Facebook and SoundCloud. Also, check out James's promo video with our friend TC, where he gets his hair cut. Into an alt-right haircut. It's real oh bad. Oh, my God. It's bad, guys. I've had to look at it this whole oh, podcast. Yeah. You're I welcome. I keep forgetting that you, you guys have to see this. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, check, check out all that stuff. We have a lot of things for you. Yeah, guys. I've been James. I've been Corwin. We definitely recommend this movie. Oh, and yes, this absolutely. Has been, this movie's gay. Bye. Bye. This has been a Marshland Media production, produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. 
To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod and sign up today.